Hello, I'm Claire White. And I'm Matt Whitby, and you're listening to a Whitby and White podcast. This is the continuing story of Hornycast, Europe's largest audio porn creator based right here in Ireland. This podcast contains adult content and sexual language, so listener discretion is advised. In the last episode, we introduced the family behind this empire and heard how the Hornycast app works. And we peeked behind the scenes, sitting in on a rather enlightening table read for a gender-neutral threesome. In this episode, we talked to Jude about his ambitious plans for Hornycast and Kathleen's not happy about it. We delve further into Loveline's history and Mick receives an exciting package. Hmm, so if that's got your juices flowing, let's dive right into it. We caught up with Jude, co-founder of Hornycast Productions, to hear his ideas. Episode 2, Rise of the Machines. Slide into the world of Hornycast Productions, Europe's largest audio porn creator, and meet the saucy Dublin family behind its success. Jude, you had a difficult table read with Carol and Kathleen last time, didn't you? Yeah, they're great, but it's true what they say. Don't work with children or animals. Add in-laws and their best mates to that, and you're pretty much there. Well, we've met the Burns. Uh, What about your family? Yeah, my gang are pretty ordinary in comparison. Mam's a social worker and Dad's in tech, runs his own business. How have they reacted to Hornycast? They know about it, but the topic is unspoken. And that's okay. They adore Chelsea, though. How did you and Chelsea meet? We met at this crazy party, where anything went. We just clicked. Ended up going for breakfast together. Sure, here she is now. Jude, did you order the sandwiches for later, yeah? Yeah. Hiya, are you two back for more? Of course. We can't keep away. Chelsea, do you have a few minutes? Sure. So tell us, what's the plan for Hornycast? Well, we're just so busy with it, aren't we? I'm writing new scripts all the time. People want the personal touch with the stories. That's the feedback we're getting. I want to build on our successes and bring in some new technology too. What sort of technology? I've been playing around with the latest AI software. I'd like to clone our horny caster voices to streamline productivity. Well, we've chatted about it, but I think there'll always be a need for real voices. Well, we already have AI, don't we? It's pretty basic, though. For now, yeah, but it's getting better all the time. It's moving so fast. My idea is to paste the text of a story into the software and it'll generate the voices in just a few seconds. AI is going to be massive for our foreign language market. But how will it handle the um, emotions, let's say? Jude has to tweak it a bit, don't you? Yes, yeah, sometimes it needs a little help. Do you have a sample we could hear? Sure, one sec. What about the sponsor promo? Maybe play them that. Okay, so we have a meeting later with Soundly, one of our main sponsors. They make headphones, so it's a good fit for us. Here it is. Hornier with Soundly. Hornycast. Sponsored by Soundly. That sounds okay, doesn't it? Yeah, I used a stock voice. It's okay, but maybe play them a bit from the weather vein of Inishmore. Jude's been remastering a story of Dad's for our period collection. Okay, but it's not finished. 
Doesn't matter, it's just an example. Jude's been trying out the AI in place of Mam and Dad's voices. Let's play them a couple of lines from the original first. why you call it your weather vane, sir. Give it a lick and you'll find out which way the wind is blowing. There's a good girl. Now, do you feel the tip of that warm front approaching from the north? Sir, all I know is there's a wet front pushing down from the south. Brace yourself, Mary. There's a storm coming. I've been sent to batten down your thatch. It could blow a lot harder as the night goes on. And here's the AI version. It's not finished, but it's sounding really good. I had to change some of the words and sound effects, so it wasn't as dated. Here we go. Oh, now I see why you call it your weather vane. Give it a whirl and I will show you which way the wind is blowing. Now feel that warm front approaching from the north. There is a wet front pushing down from the south. Brace yourself, Mary. There is a storm approaching. Do I have your consent to protect your thatch? The wind could blow a lot stronger as the night goes on. Yeah. It needs more work, Jude. Hornicast. Awaken your desires. That was really interesting with Chelsea and Jude, wasn't it? How do you think the family will react to the use of AI? It's a tough one because I can see why it would make life easier for Jude. But I'm sensing a little pushback from Chelsea. Yes, I noticed that as well. Chelsea's loyalties might be tested here, Matt. I wonder how the Soundly sponsor will take to this new technology. Yes. But right now, we're back to talk with the lovely Carol and Nick. Thanks for having us back. We promised our listeners more on Loveline. Can you tell us how you created your stories? Yeah, I've always enjoyed the writing. Carol will tell you, with a vivid imagination. We found inspiration everywhere, like a newspaper story, skimming through the TV guide or watching an old movie. Turns out I kept the fire stoked in our own love life, which was nice. Some of the terminology was new to us. We had to do our research. She thought S&M were sweet. <laughs> yeah, and he thought bondage was a type of glue, didn't you? And as for domination, she always used to that. Or telling me what to do. Did any of your stories land you two in trouble? Oh, let me think. A foursome and a funeral. That one did. That got us into hot water with religious types. I think it was the orgy at the altar they objected to. We had to take it down. It was a shame. I mean, Mick worked really hard on it. I was proud of it. I thought it punched well above its weight. I walked in some good dialogue, so it made you think as well as getting you going. Actually, there was this one fella. Do you remember him? He died on a call. Yeah, he called Loveline all the time. What did we call him? Dirty something or other. 
Dirty, 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 dirty Donald. That's him. Well, he was on chatting for ages, getting really into it. After a while, all I could hear was his grunts and groans. So I turned up the heat and got real slushy with it. Then I heard this thud and a bit of a commotion. His missus picked up the phone, didn't she? Demanding to know who was on the other end. You should have seen Cardinal's face. Oh, she was shouting for help, bless her. I hung up the phone in a panic. And he died. Yeah, Carol was going full tilt. She was finishing him off, but he's bleeding aorta finished him first. Ah, bless him. We went to the wake out of respect. We knew we lived local, so it wasn't too hard to track him down. He'd a cream cake foot fetish. And the family were tight-lipped, so we knew we had the right house. We took chocolate eclairs, the ones from Dunn's, didn't we? Yeah, we thought it'd be better than an apple tart. It was an open coffin. It was nice to put a face to the voice, and I swear, as I live and breathe, that man still had a smile on his face. <laughs> we like to think he left his world happy. Do you remember the reading? The undertaker was driven demented trying to remember how he knew your voice. Funny, it was his wife who asked me to do the reading. Said that's what he would have wanted. So I did a reading from the, the resurrection. I'm sure a lot of people remember chatting to you two. I was always surprised by the number of local callers we got. Always amazed me. Been recognised a few times. Mick as well. Do you remember that man from the insurance company? He wanted to wine and dine me. Said he'd had a few years to me no claims bonus if I stayed on the line. Talked dirty to him like. And did you? Reckon right I did. The steak was good too. Yeah, it inspired him to write a story in fact. Dining on your meat. It won a jokes for love line. Actually, we heard one of your older scripts this morning called, um, what was it called Matt? The Weather Vane of Inishmore. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, we were going to call it the weather vane of Inchmore. <laughs> we were blown away when we visited Inishmore. It was the weather that inspired us. <laughs> we still use a line from it every time it rains. You know that six inches of rain we got last night? Guess how we measured it? <laughs> <laughs> They're still as fresh to us now as the day we recorded them. Lovely. The AI version felt a little flat when you played it. The what version? The AI version. He's trying out artificial intelligence to voice scripts. Oh, I haven't heard it. Have you, love? No. I'll get that. Chelsea's not mentioned it. Hope we haven't put our foot in it. No, it's okay. Chelsea usually tells me what they're up to. She's not mentioned it at all. I suppose they're just very busy. Yeah, I think they're just talking about it. Is that what I think it is? Hope so. Oh, yes! It's from Shanice. <laughs> Shanice is Mick's agent. Well, here it is. An advanced copy of my new book, Miltray. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> oh, let's have a look. Show us the cover. Oh, Mick, it's brilliant! Well, will you look at that? Oh, love, it's beautiful. What type of novel is it, Mick? Well, it's what we do best, isn't it? It's porn. Based on a true story. Sort of. So we're back at the Hornycast studio. Is that Kathleen? In Lycra? Blocking the doors? It is. 
Come on, Matt, let's go and talk to her. What's going on up there? What's she doing? What is she, Ash? Don't know, don't. Don't know. There's no one in our airport! Kathleen, tell us what's going on. You seem upset. It's this damn Sorry. It's this AI thing. Jill's obsessed. I'm not a robot. I'm the voice of Soundly. And this thing won't take my job. Have you been let go? No. But he's in there now, forcing his robots all over the sponsor. So it's just a matter of time, isn't it? Well, he'll have to get it past me first. No machine can do what I do. There's no AI in team! I can understand how you must feel about it. Our punters want real women's voices. Voices that have lived a bit, you know? You can't get urges with a bleeding robot, can you? Here's Carol and Mick now. I could count on you two. Say it with me. There's no AI in porn. Jesus, what are you doing, Kat? You know where Chelsea's meeting the sponsor. I'm the voice of Soundly, not some boobless R2 feckin' D2. Put your banner down, Kat. We've got bubbles and chocks here. We've got some celebrating to do. Oh, milk tray, would you look at that? Makes new books landed. <laughs> Chelsea'll be delighted. Come on, come in with us, Kat. Just don't cause a fuss, okay? Me? Oh no. Well, I'm over it. Leaving cold out here anyway. Come on, let's get this party started. It could increase output by at least 80% year on year and revolutionise our foreign markets. Take a look at these quarterly projections, Sylvester. We're here! Sorry, Jude Love, but this can't wait. Oh, hello. Carol, we're in a meeting. Sorry, Jude, love. We'll be quiet. Promise. Sorry, Jude. You must be nearly finished, though, are you? No, we're not finished. We're sorry about this, Sylvester. What's this all about, ma'am? Where's your posh glasses? Are they in here? I'll play it now, but please, you all need to stay quiet. Okay? We stay quiet. Go ahead. Glasses. Where do you keep the glasses? Oh, Jesus. There's some champagne flutes. I'll get them. Here it is. Get hornier with Soundly. Hornicast, sponsored by Soundly. Get hornier with Soundly, sponsored by Soundly. I'm sorry about this, Sylvester. Oh, hello. I've heard that sexy voice somewhere before. You have. Kath usually voices the Soundly stings. Who? This lovely lady I see before me? Hello, sweetheart. You're a lot more than I expected. You see? You wouldn't get this kind of performance from one of your computers. Okay, look, just stop. Please. What's so important that you feel the need to interrupt? Yeah, this better be important, ma'am. Oh, it is. (laughs) Go on, love. Show them. Feast your eyes on this beauty. It's only the first copy of me new book. Oh, Dad, that's amazing. Sorry, Sylvester, but Dad's book's been under wraps for ages. That's great, but I'm sure we can hold off celebrating for a few more minutes just until Sylvester has... Sorry, Jude, love. Just went off in me hand. Give that good-looking man a glass, will you? Quick, before it froths over. My love at last, sweetheart. I'm sorry about this, Sylvester. Can we reschedule? Would Monday morning suit you to, to pick this up again? No, we've done here, I think. Here you are, Sylvester, love. Bottoms up. Will you have a chocolate? Scooch over, that chair looks big enough for two. Okay, raise your glasses, everyone. To Mick and Milk Tray. 
to Miltray. Thanks, everyone. It's based on Irish folklore, but with a twist. Ooh, cultural. That's so good. I haven't been able to put it down. Here, listen to this. The main character is Circa, a gun-toting dairy queen with an axe to grind. A celestial being who controls more than those around her. Oh, and uh, where is it? Uh, Oh, yes. She rides a white bull, bareback, straight into town. Those in the bar knew she was a powerful being. They fall under her spell, transfixed by her beauty and strength. Sorka reaches down for her shotgun, slides a hand down its shaft, cocks it proud. Oh, Cathy, you take over, please. They pour from the saloon, clamouring for her delicacy, longing to touch her hair and feel her smooth skin. An ethereal glow draws off her clothing, and the crowd raise their arms towards her pendulous breasts. Sorka selects the town sheriff from the group, beckoning him towards her. Uh, Kat? Sorka presses the sheriff's awestruck gaze to her bosom, denying him air to breathe. Kath, do you think you can get down off Sylvester? Please? You'll kill the poor man. Ma'am, she's your responsibility. I'm I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm sorry, love. Kath's a method actor. Maybe dial it down a bit, yeah? Jude, get him a glass of water. Listen to that voice. It's like a, a cool pint of Guinness. She goes down like one as well. Ma'am, <laughs> I think that's enough. Well, he's right. Cat's one of our best voices. She took home a jug last year for her work on Wuthering Tights. Was that you? Guilty as charged. Hey, do you fancy getting out of here? You can buy me a drink. I'd love to, sweetheart. Cat, I don't think that Look, that's... look. No offence, Jude and Chelsea, but that AI is all well and good. But you can't beat the voice of a proper lady like like this one here. Uh, grab that bottle. What's your name? Uh, Sylvester? Come on, then. Come on, let's go. See ya. So... That's not going to fit up there. Ma'am, will you close over the door? So, do you think he'll sign off on this sponsorship, Chels? I expect he'd want Kat to voice it now, though, eh? Actually, Jude, she is good. One of the best we've got. I know, I know. Anyway, read this dedication, Mick. Wait till you hear this, you two. Miltray is dedicated to my wife and daughter. Without whom? I couldn't have completed this book. You are... You... Oh, Dad, let me. To Carol, you are, and always will be, my love, my everything. You're my inspiration. Oh, love is beautiful. It's actually pretty good. Maybe we could do a dramatisation? If you don't mind, Mick, we could arrange an audio test next week. That'd be brilliant. We'd be made up with that. Hornycast. Your pleasure is our fantasy. Do you know what I mean, like? Oh, that was such an emotional dedication from Mick. Yeah. No matter what their differences, they always seem to pull together in the end. Yeah. I really think we're starting to get to know this family. They're not at all what I expected. You're right. 
I really thought Kath's protest was going to cause a problem, but it all worked out in the end. Yeah, and soundly signed off on the sponsorship sting, but Sylvester insisted Kath was the voice. Join us next time when we meet a horny member who won a personalised story and meet the sound editor who brings it to life. And I go shopping with the girls for their outfits for the upcoming Golden Jugs Porn Awards, which, believe me, was a long day. We're invited to Chelsea's birthday party at their luxury dorky home, where a surprise phone call changes everything. This Whitby and White podcast was written and directed by us, Matt Whitby and Claire White. Voices were Siobhan as Chelsea, Kira as Carol, Mick as Mick, Mairead as Kathleen, Owen as Jude and Ray as Sylvester. Production and sound was by Ray and Matt. If you would like to get in touch, see whitbyandwhite.com or at whitbyandwhite on Twitter. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, when you'll hear Carol say... I told you to bring me bag and coat, not a bag of coke. <laughs> <laughs>